Hey, welcome back to the Intuitive Mindset Podcast with Gina Lynch, and this is Season 3, Episode 2, and I'm excited to continue the beautiful work of teaching you how to connect to higher self. So we're talking about intuition and channeling today on this podcast. My guest, Deborah Lupin, she's an expert. She channels the Akashic Records and specifically Metatron, one of the archangels. So stay listening. I'm going to share a quick excerpt, something I love that she said during our interview, and then stay listening because that longer interview, it's coming up for you next. When I started doing this work, when I connected through the records with creator themselves and was held in their arms and filled with love and light, it's like, my beautiful child, you're perfect. Get over it already. I'm telling you, you're perfect, magnificent, brilliant, and resplendent. If God tells you that, believe it. And every single one of us, no matter what flaws or faults we might feel we have, God says you're perfect right now and you're getting better. Hey, welcome back to my channel. So happy that you're here. Hey, continuing the beautiful work of spiritual modalities for a spiritual life. So it doesn't matter whether you're just starting out on your own spiritual journey or you're practicing at a very advanced level. All are welcome for this video. So we're gonna talk about channeling, but before you click out and think that I'm talking about, you know, binge watching on Netflix, Please stay listening. That is not the type of channeling I'm talking about. This is not the type of channeling I'm talking about. And this most certainly is not the type of channeling I'm talking about. I'm talking about getting quiet, getting closer, and connecting with self. And today, my guest, Deborah Lupin, is going to share with you her strategy of learning how to meditate to ch- connect and channel. She's also going to be sharing quite a few of her books. So stay listening and stay watching that fun, interactive video with lots of information. It's coming up next. Deborah, yay! So happy we're finally here today. So, first, things first, right? Let's acknowledge the audience who's taking time, whether to listen to us on our podcast or watch us in beautiful HD color. I love your background, by the way. And today we're going to get to know each other a little better. We're going to explain to the audience what our intention is. And we've worked together, not not healing wise or spiritually, but we've worked teaching others. So we've been on Clubhouse together. We just finished a go-giver event. So I feel like I already know you. I know you really well too because I I am I'm a Deborah head, meaning I watch your videos, I listen to your videos on YouTube, so we'll make sure we're this is a joint venture. I want people to belong to your community. You have a beautiful community. You're gonna tell us all about that today. This is where I get quiet. I get to introduce you and you can introduce yourself and then we'll get into what we're gonna talk about today, which is channeling. So yay. Wonderful, my favorite topic. So tell us a little bit about you, how you got started, and we'll we'll dive in deeper into the type of channeling you do when we get deeper into the interview, but tell us how you got here. I was building databases in Brooklyn for 17 years. And one day I was getting ready to turn 40 and I realized if I don't get a horse now, I'm probably never gonna get one because I grew up with them and I love horses. But I'm living in Brooklyn. So what did I do? I went on the internet and I found my black beauty. And I brought her to Brooklyn, but unfortunately she hadn't been trained to get into a horse trailer. So that had to happen when the guy arrived to pick her up. It was horrid. 
She's not the kind of horse you force. She was forced into this tin can and then driven hours and hours to Brooklyn from Pittsburgh area. Got it. You can imagine. So I get this horse who is a lunatic. People are telling me I'm going to have to put her down. She's dangerous. She's trying to kill me and everybody else because she was in pain, but I didn't know that. Got it. So I went on this journey to help my horse. I tried all kinds of healing modalities. Then I went to animal communication. Okay. That so was our me, breakthrough. Let me ask, are you already in the spiritual world, like reading the books and studying, or are you just the database person starting to dabble in, hmm, I wonder if I can heal my horse organically. Is that? I'm as left-brained as you can get, the database diva, that was me. Got it. So totally not, but I wanted to help my horse. Yeah. So, you know, desperate times. So I go to this animal communication seminar in Connecticut. This woman is as woo-woo as it gets. She opens our ceremony by addressing each of the areas of the compass and calling in the spirits. And I'm like, oh, my God, what have I got myself into? And it was amazing. We took on my horse as the project for the whole class. Everybody talked to her. And the story came out about how she was so upset that nobody asked her about being taken from her home. I never thought about that. We trade animals all the time and don't even think about asking them. That was massive, plus all the pain. So we worked through all of that. We helped her reconnect with her mother. It was a massive healing for both of us. That opened the door and she ultimately became my perfect partner and I still have her today. And that's a really? lot of years later, yeah. That is amazing. So are you still working in the full-time job at this point or did, or did you leave that job to do this or? Got it. Then I, you know, I kept trying different modalities, which led me into the Akashic Records. And that's where heaven opened up. The angels sang and said, welcome home, baby. Uh, who opened that door for you? Was it a class? Was it a book? It was a summit. I ended up on this summit and there were two different people doing Akashic Records. So I ended up studying with one of them because I was just so fascinated. And then when I learned about my soul, I'm wired to be a researcher. No wonder I was building databases. And now what am I doing? I'm mining the database of the Akashic Records. Got so it. you can look at this thread running through life and see how all the dots connect. I love that. I love yeah. that. So this is why this is this opens the door to what we're going to talk about today. And we were talking offline about my interest and in why I wanted you on my show. And, and it, I'm going to let the audience know, because they're going to get to know you real soon. When I watch your videos, you have this whole process where Metatron is the Akashic record. He he leads the books, right? And I know you've you've said that before. Um, you channel Metatron, and then you bring these teachings that you get from that into your videos. So I got a hold of you because I was fascinated in teaching my audience a little bit more of how you do that. What is your process? So when they watch these videos, they can really honor and respect the time and energy and the sacredness of the information that you have. Cause it's, it's not, it is your information cause you're the conduit to it, but that's the divine connection I want to help other people make today. So can you teach me, tell me, how do you go through that process? Did you start this years ago and, or has it just gotten defined in the last couple years? Can you take me and my audience there? Sure. Well, I was watching Abraham videos because who doesn't love Abraham, right? And I heard this session 
where Esther says to somebody in the audience, and you too can channel. And that hit me like a load of bricks. And I'm like, okay, Abraham, well, then I will. And I was already dabbling with the Akashic Records at that point. So part of the process of accessing the Akashic Records is going into that very relaxed state and then intentionally accessing records. So I was already part of the way there. At that point, it was just, I'll just go there and see what happens. So I got all these volunteers to help me. And I said, I'm learning how to do this. Can I just do a reading for you? So I would get their name. I would go into their records and I would share with them the story that came out. And the stories were in the beginning, very short because I was learning, but then they got longer and longer. They would come out as like movies. So for this one guy, I got this movie of we're in like the Amazon rainforest and I'm seeing bulldozers coming in and just destroying the environment. Then fast forward, there's a vision of growth coming back, the earth regenerating. So I don't know what this means for this guy, but I wrote it all out diligently and shared it. And it turns out he's very into environmental issues. So it was very meaningful for him. And then along the way, I learned to help people interpret them. So when you do your process of working with others and, and looking at their records, do you do it? Do you just get their birthday and then do a, you know, do a prayer and then go in separately? Or do you do it with them in person or how to take me there? It depends. In the beginning, I did it by myself and then I would write it out and share with them because I wasn't confident enough to do it live and in person. At some point, I did start doing them in person, but it really doesn't matter. And the only thing I need is your name. And that can be even a nickname. It's what you call yourself. Because the Akashic Records are all energy and intention. So if my intention is to connect with Jeannie's records, all I need to know is Jeannie. Got it. So here's a question then off script, right? We said we were going to do this intentionally. When I'm in my spiritual readings for people, sometimes a past life will show up. And of course, you know, are you open to that? Can I go out and look at a past life and see what happened in this life that connects to this life? Now, I've all I've been able to do that for the last 17 years, very easily. Am I tapped into the records when I'm doing that? Is is there just that one space that, and it's, and I have to go through the records to get that? Or is it just a, help me with that? Sure. Well, the records are literally a record of everything about you since you were created. Got so it. it's all there. And yes, you are accessing it. Okay. In fact, a lot of people access it all the time and they don't even realize it. it, but it's about intention. So now that you understand that you could intentionally say, I'd like to access my records. You could use a prayer and I do supply okay. people with the prayer if they want it. But the thing is, rules are only as good as the person using them. And I'm a rule breaker. So I was told you have to do all these things this way. Like when you do a reading, you must have birth name, present name, where they were born, whole list of things. I found over time that wasn't true for me. And like even that. nicknames works. So what I encourage people to do is just explore, go with what feels right for you. So if you feel you need an access prayer, then you use one. If you don't, you don't. I really love that you're saying that too, especially to the people who are listening and most people who follow us are interested in learning more about connecting to source, right? So I agree with you. I know, I think it's Linda Howell who did, who did a lot of the training and she has this specific thing and way to do. And, and maybe it's just to keep the integrity of her work 
in line and I get that because you're paying for that process. But for me, when I'm working with people teaching them, it's like, look, your guides are going to work with you. They're going to they're going to they're going to let you know when it's time to move on or you've got that. You know, they trust you. You trust them. It's a journey and it's forever changing, right? To be open yes. to that. So I love that you just is, that point. We're not all wired the same. There are some people who need those processes. So it's good to learn them, get comfortable, do them, but then be open if you feel intuitively led to do it differently. Try it and see what happens. So you do this in so many different ways. I would like you to tell my audience the different ways you do this. So you have these, um, the monthly energy reads, right? Then you have a monthly group that gets together and you can go live with you on um, YouTube and we have to talk about that community. And then you channel Metatron, Metatron for certain things. So take us through some of the things that you offer if somebody was interested in learning more or following you on some of these processes. What, where would we go sure. to do that? Well, you can go to my website, sakashaunleashed.com and you can go to the readings page. You'll see the kinds of things that are there. One of my favorite things is the soul introduction because that goes to how you were created. It's your soul schematic. So we go into what your gift is, what your soul specialty is, what your soul tribe is. And your soul tribe, P.S., it's your planet of origination, which is really fun and exciting because people coming for readings are open to that. Not everybody is, but your audience is definitely woo-woo and they're open to that. So if you're into this kind of stuff, metaphysical, you're probably from another planet. There are about 43% of the souls on Earth right now who actually originated here. The rest are all star seeds. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. I love that. Do you have videos too on your channel about the star seeds and all that? I do. I have some things I've talked about here and there. Yeah. Okay, really cool. So I'll be tagging. No need to say anything about your YouTube channel because I'll put all your links below. So let's get into... Um, channeling Metatron. I would love to hear more, especially with, I think I said offline to you, your language is so eloquent and, and your process and you really are channeling. Are you channeling when you're doing your videos or has the channeling already happened and now you're just scripting it out? Teach us. Yeah, it's when I channel, I do it with my hands on the keyboard because it comes through really fast. So I can just type it and keep up. And the really cool thing, and this is another one of those rules that I figured out and I teach people now, if they get too fast and you can't keep up, maybe your handwriting or sometimes when I'm typing, they're still too fast. I'll just say, okay, hit pause, please. They'll stop. I'll continue and catch up and then it's, all right, begin. And we'll go right back into it. So do you find yourself, I know you're a writer too. You've just published so many books. I just got one of your new books, by the way, on Thank its way you. today probably hear the bell ring in a second. Um, do you use your writing hat when you're doing that? Or are you just purely channeling again? No, I'm just taking whatever they give me. Sometimes it's visuals. If it's visuals, then I use my own words to describe it. Okay. And I try to do that as detailed as I can, because I never know which of those details are going to be important for somebody. So if a person turns left, I'll put that down there might mean something. So how do you pick your topics? Because you really, that's fascinating on its own, right? So, cause you have so many different things that they want to say. And so do you ask a question or are you literally guided to what they want to talk about? Both, it depends. If I'm going in to do like the monthly forecast, which I've been doing the last five months, then I just say, okay, I'm here. What do you want to tell me about this month? And then whatever I get, I type it all out 
And then you ask about the script. So yeah, I have a script when I do it on the video. If I were to channel it live, I did that in the beginning. It's a little more halting. It's not as fluid. Okay. I don't want people to get caught up in that. I want them to really get the message. So I just, I do that separately after I've channeled it. Does How that make sense? How many takes does it take you? I'm curious. It depends. Sometimes I stumble over the words and I have to fix that. But okay. otherwise it's just, you know, go through it. I because tell you, I think, I think what's going to be amazing is I'll put some of the videos up in this video so they can literally see this process for you. Um, it is all divine and the messages. So I know I don't want to be, um, what, are, what do they call the spoiler alert, right? Tell us what you think the theme is right now for this year where we are. And we all know, in fact, we just did this big event together, right? We're the ascending masters and working together to raise frequency in the world. What would, what is, seems to be the thread or the message that's coming so clear through your guides to out to the world today? Can you share that with us? Yeah. In the very beginning of the year, Metatron delivered a message and talked about how focus was going to be the big deal for this year. Now it's it's shifting a little bit, still focused, but we want balance because we're going through stormy seas, yeah. particularly here in the US, but all over the world as well. The world is changing. In fact, we are all going through DNA recalibration right now as we are moving, evolving to fourth dimensional frequency. And the earth is doing the same thing. So together we're all up leveling to fourth dimensional frequency. Now, how long will that take? I don't know, but we're in the process of it. So when you have those times when maybe you feel spacey and you didn't feel that normally, that might be when you're going through a growth spurt with your DNA and they're, they're doing some calibrating there. So lots of things are going on that we're conscious of and, and not so conscious of. Yeah. yeah. I heard, um, I think it was today, it was about this ascending thing. We all are ascending, whether we understand it or not, right? So it's the energy and the frequency is out there just as much as all the other energy that we're picking up, right? Because there's a lot of fear out there that we're getting rid of and the rest of it. So love that. So what is some of the basic principles in understanding um, the Akashic Records? What would you say, like, I know you've written a whole book about it and stuff. If people want to be introduced to this, how does someone start? opening up the records for themselves? What would you guide them to? Well, they can simply just sit down and do a little meditation, ask for access and see what happens. They can get my first book, which is Akasha Unleashed, the missing manual to you because the Akashic records are your user manual. All the details about you are in there. So that's what it's for. There are other books out there too. So whatever they resonate with, a book is a good place to start. And just recently, what I've done is Metatron at the beginning of the year told me I needed to do 15 minutes a day of meditation. And I'm like, okay, no big deal. I can do that. Thinking it was going to be no big deal, but it was a big deal. It ended up being this book. And this is the path to hearing your angels and guides. Whoops. 21 days of meditation. So when I took this challenge on, I thought it was just for me. So I'm in the middle of this challenge and I suddenly realized, holy cow. I have been asking, how do I teach people to channel for years? Because we're all different. It's not the same for everybody. This is how you do it, the 21 days of meditation. Oh, because going through this process, you are connecting on a regular basis. You are toning the muscle. So by the time you get through it, you're getting stuff. 
So let's I have, say that again for the audience, because I, I, I think that people need to hear that too. I listened to your interview recently with this new book that you just had come out. You had like a Zoom thing on YouTube mm -hmm. and I loved it. Um, you have to get quiet with self to do this work. So what you're, what you're saying is this, how do you start channeling? You sit down and you allow the process to happen. What was the 21 days? Was it just because, you know, that's a magical number or was it that was the number you were told and you thought it was just for you, but you realized you had to do it with a group? Is that what, is that what you're saying? Well, after I finished it, I realized this is how I teach people to channel. Got it. This is the roadmap. That's why it's the path to hearing. What is channeling? It's just hearing. And that doesn't mean audibly. People get confused about that. Yes. It's like you'll hear in your head. You don't hear it outside of yourself usually. But by going through this process, as Metatron said, just show up, make the commitment. Some days you'll sit there for 15 minutes and you'll get nothing. You have to show up and be willing to do that. By the time you get through it, you will have started getting things. We had this one lady by day nine, she was all of a sudden connecting with a spirit. Now, I didn't know that was going to happen. It's different for everybody, right? She connects with this energy of a spirit and she hears this word. Then she starts having memories. When she was up to two years old, she had two surrogate mothers who cared for her because her mother was not able to at that time. Then those ladies left, which traumatized her because the mothers that she had known for two years are now gone. It was one of them reaching out to her. And it brought her such healing because she understood they never left her. They still loved her and thought of her and they connected through her records. Love that. Yeah. Goosebumps, right? I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah. I love that. So, so such good stuff. So that book is a good opening. We just answered the question. The book that you just published is a good segue if people are interested in learning how to connect, right? So, so We'll, yeah. we'll put that in here. That sounds perfect. Tell me about your YouTube group where people get on and they can ask questions. Is that, do they have to be followers of you? Do they, are they part of your YouTube community or is that open to anybody? Take us there. So if, if someone wanted to join that, they could. Sure. I have two groups. I have my VIP group. So if you sign up for my mailing list and you can do that at kashaunleashed.com slash VIP, okay. I will send you a Zoom link. So you can join me live and you can ask personal questions. I do that once a month on the third Saturday. Got it. And the amazing thing is that the questions that come, the answers that come always are for multiple people. It's never just one yeah. because it's so universal, the truth they share. Then I have my live stream I do on YouTube on the first Monday. And that I call the metaphysical chat. That's where people come. We don't do personal questions there. It's let's talk metaphysical. What do you want to know about? And some of the things we talked about were the origin of the planets, which was a message that I got from Metatron is like, holy cow, why do I need to know this? But people are curious, they want to understand. And so I got this whole vision of creator taking the planets from these little rocks and then imbuing them with an energy body. And they, to me, they looked like the Titans, you know, from mythology. Yeah. So it's like the Titans volunteered to be the spirit of the planet. They would go, they would get put in place. The angels would help them to make sure that they were off to a good start. And then it began terraforming until they turned into the planets that we know today. It's like, this is really mind blowing stuff. Yeah. So planets have consciousness is what you're saying, right? Yes, everything has so consciousness. Cool. Yeah. It's so cool.
So if people join either of those, are they on Zoom too? Can people see them or is it just you on camera and people don't have to worry about doing their hair? Oh, on the, the Zoom call that I do, that's my private group. I, I don't show them. I deliberately hide their faces okay. for privacy. Okay. That way they can feel confident asking. Yeah, asking. Like. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And of course, when I live stream on YouTube, you don't see their faces either. Yeah, I think that's awesome. So, so love our conversation. So hmm, where to go next? When you knew today, right? Because we've covered so much and it's going to seem like we haven't covered enough because time flies when you're having fun, yes, right? Always. What? Well, let's before we before we get to the last question, what would you like to do this year? Like, what is your five year plan when you think about, geez, Jenny, what I'm really trying to do out in the world is this. How can we help you get there? What is your broad intention? Well, Metatron has been on my case for the past couple of years about this evolutionary process that we're going through. So here we are, all of these light workers have come at this time to be here for this evolution to Earthtopia is what they call it. And in Earthtopia, there will be no bigotry, there will be no hate or corruption. So we are all about moving forward into the light, joining arms as light workers. So this work is about calling in more light workers because Metatron says that we won't get there until we reach a critical mass number of light workers all joined together on this cause. So all I'm about is telling people the story asking them, do you want to join me? Can we link arms? Can we work together to facilitate the prophecy of Eurotopia? Faster, please, because we yes. need it so badly. Yeah. And what about, I know you probably are familiar with Dolores Cannon's yes. perception of, you know, um, convoluted universe and that beautiful work. She talked a lot in her early work about where we are today and here we are, right? So what about the idea that we're all invited to go, like you're saying, and you're part of that in your broader aspect. And the people that don't go, it's not like they're just going to die and whittle away or rot. They're just going to be left behind and there will be another experience happening over here that won't be as a higher vibration, right? Is that your understanding? Yeah. Did you ever read the Celestine Prophecy? Yes. Do you, you know the last book when the people started vibrating at a higher rate and they disappeared? Okay. I think it's like that. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. we're going to fourth dimensional frequency. Got it. So the people who don't, they just won't see us. We'll disappear. And I think that's what happened to the Mayans. Yeah. In fact, that's funny you say that because everybody said, right, 2012, the world's going to end. And there's a theory out there that says, who said it didn't? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. things really shifted and here we are, right? So, well, I love that we're connected and hopefully doing that work together. I think we've talked about this on many of our clubhouse events too, because of COVID, right? This terrible thing that we're all trying to get through. It's also opened up so many doors to work online. We're meeting people around the world, right? Vibrationally, you can connect, you can do this work. Everything is of a higher vibration, right? So I love that the timing of that isn't all terrible. It's also important, right? <laughs> So. It is. Well, the, the whole thing with the virus, that's all part of the big grand scheme. Because in 2017, Metatron gave me this message about the cosmic wave of transformation. It's the virus. I didn't know that's what he meant, mm -hmm. but I can see now connecting the dots. So what happens is there are a lot of souls who said, okay, I know this is going to happen while I'm on the earth, 
but guess what? I'm not going to be a part of it. I don't want to do that part of the experience. So I'm going to opt out. And a lot of those are the ones who are dying from the virus. Yeah. It's just a fast, efficient way to let those souls process out. They'll come back at a later time when they're ready. Yeah. But those of us light workers who chose ahead of time to be part of this prophecy and this transformation, yeah. we're staying. I have heard that on so many different levels, right? In readings, in meditations, and also working with people and listening to people like you. And I totally agree that that, that whole transition and that whole process and that we're all part of it. Oh, I just, it's so magical if you really think about it, it. So it's the good side of where we've been for the last two years. So, hey, to wrap this up, I'm going to ask one more question. When you, we knew we were going to get on today and we were going to share our light with others. What were you hoping would get said? And did I say it or have I missed the mark? And you'd like to say it now. No, you didn't miss the mark. There just wasn't a point to talk about it. And so the most important thing about your soul journey is to find what feeds your soul and do it. And in the doing of that, it's a big journey of inner work, self-discovery, knowing your value. And that's a huge part of what I learned because I had a really bad case of, you know, low self-esteem, mm -hmm. like in the basement low. My opinion didn't matter, any of that stuff. I was just walking around afraid of my own shadow for decades. Mm -hmm. But when I started doing this work, when I connected through the records with creator themselves and was held in their arms and filled with love and light, it's like, my beautiful child, you're perfect. Yeah. Get over it already. I'm telling you, you're perfect, magnificent, brilliant, and resplendent. If yeah. God tells you that, believe it. And every single one of us, no matter what flaws or faults we might feel we have, God says you're perfect right now and you're getting better. If well, you, you can are. really take that in, it will change your life. Yeah. I just love that you're saying that. I don't know if you know what happened to me a week ago. I went into a healing. I did um, Logan Light Center. I did, what is the word called? Oh, light activation. And I was getting healed by this gentleman and in stepped that energy. And I, I was with God. I don't mean to be like, you know, and God talked to me, okay? But in a sense, what I felt was I saw what God sees when he sees the perfection in us. Yes. And I was bawling like a baby. And the, you know, the guy was like, are you okay? Should we stop? And I'm like, this is joy. This is like to see, to feel. It wasn't about seeing it. It was about feeling what God feels when he looks at our magnificence and I was questioning can I be healed right so duh there's nothing to heal right if we really get into that spot so I love I love that you brought that up and I will tell you so many people need to hear that Deborah because the number one question I get asked is how do you know when you're listening to your intuition I think I did a funny short on it recently and it says if you're happy you're listening if you're conflicted, you're not. And <laughs> it's yeah. not that complicated, right? So in a nutshell, yeah. Yeah, trust. It all goes back to trust. I love that. So hey, I think that is a lot for people. It's gonna be a lot more once I get through editing and do some research on your stuff and I'm able to share a little bit more of your um books and stuff out in this video. So thank you. Do you know what that means? 
Yes. Do you? We get to slide into rapid fire. Are you ready for that? I'm ready. Okay, music's kicked up. This is where I get to say thank you so much for being part of today. And I so appreciate you. And I'm looking forward to helping you reach your goals too with this whole ascending, ascending into the new fifth dimension. I love it. Okay, ready? What is your favorite movie? The Music Man. Hmm. If you were going to change the world today, the world needs what in order to be changed? Love and acceptance. Oh, I love that. Everybody has a pet peeve right now in today's current state. What is your pet peeve? Judgment. Love that. We all have personal qualities about ourselves that we love. We don't always like to share them, but I'm asking you to do that now. Just understanding that we are here to lean into our purpose to have fun because it's not toiling, it's living, mm -hmm. to experience that exhilaration to bring that joy and share it. Love it. I was going to say, you're so in service to others. And then the last question before we say goodbye, what are you doing when you're experiencing joy? Oh, I'm in the fifth dimension. <laughs> Channeling with Metatron, people. You heard it here. <laughs> yeah, because I get these beautiful journeys. I once went with a Cyclops to visit the Dalai Lama on top of a mountain. Oh, my gosh. I love that. It's just out of this world, exhilarating, fantastic. It's limitless, right? That's a great way to end this interview. So, hey, thank everybody who showed up today and gave us your time. I'm going to put all of Deborah's links below, her links to her new books. I got mine coming. I'll share that later with you all. So thank you, Deborah, for being on today. I truly do appreciate your time and energy and the connection to you. So it's a pleasure. Thank you. Bye for now. Hey, congratulations, you've officially opened the door for your own channeling practice. If you love this beautiful interview, you will like more on my channel, so stay watching. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to today's podcast. And if you enjoyed it, you will love Deborah's YouTube channel and my YouTube channel. We both have 300 and something videos out on YouTube. You can find those links in our show notes. Thanks again and have a great day.